Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Tuesday, May 8th, 2018, and welcome to episode number 498. The countdown to 500 continues of the Mothership broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, I am Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get to talk about our favorite subject of all time here in the radio network, that being, of course, professional wrestling. <clears throat> of course, we always will start things off with our wrestling news and views segment, which we brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, representing here tonight by the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared D. Geralimo. J.D. is, of course, a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and he's also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio Excuse me. every afternoon, every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com. On the chat box tonight, bringing us today here in wrestling history is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John is another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team, and he is also the, he's also the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer <coughs> as well. And also here, now just coming on the line here, folks, a fellow Western Pennsylvanian, uh, he is a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He is also known in our circles as the Heartbreak Kid. He, of course, is a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. He's also, <clears throat> he's also, of course, a. Uh, let's see, if I'm not mistaken, I do believe I'll have, I'll have my numbers right here. A hmm, two-time, I think I've said that right, and current WWS United States Heavyweight Champion, and also the current ROH US World Heavyweight Champion and the Pure Champion as well. And of course, as if you, just in case you want to know his name, if his nickname is not familiar to, to, to some, please go back and look at that that famous '60 sitcom Happy Days, one of the most greatest characters of all time on there. Which 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 every time you talk to him, he simply went a little something like this. He went, "Hey, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am referring to Fonzie. Fonzie is also made on the line here. Before we go any further, let's bring in JD, John, and Fonzie to what will be." No doubt, an explosive and dynamic episode 498 of Revolution. Yep, let's get it on. Yep, we didn't have a good, we had a good trip, and it was a good fall, too. That's good, <laughs> That's good. I like that. Ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed here tonight will be coming from, of course, one of, our, one of the groups started by our own Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, that group being called NWO Wrestling. And if you want to join us <clears throat> 
If you want to join us, of course, on uh, on the live video feed solution tonight, uh, please join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wrestling NWO style. And the W in NWO is capitalized, by the way. I will let you know. We did it in true NWO fashion there, folks. I'm sure you all remember how that logo looked. So there you go. And also, of course, our, uh, also if you want to join us through talkshoot.com, phone number is always 1724-444-7444. Call ID 138055-POUND and, and, of course, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on everything, anything and everything. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> of course, uh, of course, there's anything and everything going on in the world of wrestling. Of course, here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to our wrestling news and views of history and birthdays, we will have we will of course talk about the raw portion of the backlash pay per view. As you know, both brands are now are now part officially part of all WWE pay per views. <clears throat> uh, so tonight we'll talk about the raw the raw match the raw contributions to backlash from this past Sunday, as well as of course Monday Night Raw from last night. Uh, in addition, uh, we may have a couple of things here up here in the works, but uh, including what well, I think we're supposed to have a title match tonight. I'm not sure. I think so. We'll, I think so. So we'll definitely do some checking on that, and we'll let you know here, folks, throughout the show here this evening. Uh, before we go any further, guys, we actually have someone, someone on the uh, who just posted a question, posted a question on the live video uh, feed here from NWO Wrestling. Uh, I believe he is a member of the NWO Wrestling uh, Facebook group. His name is Todd Robinson, and and the que- and the question is, and I'll just ask everybody here, all around, and I'm, I'm sure I'll probably get an obvious answer, but let's let's ask everybody here. Let's everybody put this question to everybody. It's off the set. It's not having to do with anything we're going to talk about, but it is a wrestling question. So let's go and put that question out there to everybody right fast. Will the WWE put Luger? In the Hall of Fame, JD. No, you'll Bonzi. never see that. You'll never see that happen. Okay, Bonzi. Who? Who was Lex, it? Lex Luger. Well, WWE put him in the Hall of Fame. Who? Lex Luger. Yeah. 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 This is a question uh, posted. I'm sorry. This is a question posted by someone on our live video. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Okay, and we'll get John's answer here. He's still putting up our wrestling history. We'll get his answer to this question, and we'll read it here in just a few moments. So, uh, Todd, thank you very much, sir, for for, for, for posing this. Very good question, though, by the way. Very good question to me. And uh, like I said, anybody else here is to post, post a question on the live video feed, like I said, NWO Wrestling for tonight for tonight's show, please feel free. Please listen in on the show as well. And any other thoughts and opinions you have on any of our shows here, uh, <clears throat> on anything we talk about on our show tonight, please feel free to let us know. Let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here with our wrestling news and views here segment. And now to bring it here all through us from King Ice, is the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Geralmo. J.D., what's going on in the wrestling news scene this evening? 
Brandy Rhodes suffered a broken clavicle during her appearances in Japan over the weekend. Cody Rhodes posted to Twitter revealing that Brandy's injury while working for Stardom resulted in her clavicle suffering two separate fractures. As the post notes, Brandy wore two matches after the injury and will need surgery to fix the injury. No timetable has been revealed for the injury. Just left the hospital. Long story short, Brandy went to Japan and wrestled four matches, two with a broken clavicle, two separate fractures. She'll need surgery due to the bone poking into the muscle. She'll heal it up stronger than before. I'm blessed to have her, said Cody. Meanwhile, Nikki Bella apparently is living with Bree, however, and has moved in with her sister and brother following the breakup with John Cena. Nikki posted a video to the Bell Twins YouTube channel today confirming that she has moved in with Bree and Daniel and Birdie after the breakup a few weeks ago. In addition to that, there has already been talk, however, mind you, however, that there is reports that John Cena has been seen palling around with the woman's champion, Miss Money in the Bank herself, Carmella. According to reports, Cena and Carmella were seen together last week, according to PowerSlam.net in Tampa, but nothing has been confirmed as of yet, though. Meanwhile, however, let's see what else is going on. Hold on, I'm telling you some other stuff here, guys. The Raw viewership for the night after Backlash and the rating was not good. Monday's show averaged 2.689 million viewers, down from 3.06 the week before. The first hour took in 2.78 million viewers, while hour two drew 2.73. The final hour did 2.54, almost 2.55. For the night, however, the rating was not good either. As a result, however, mind you, they scored a 194 rating, down from 215 the week before. Considering the fact 6 million people watched the NBA game last night between Philadelphia and Boston, and also the hockey game between Pittsburgh and Washington in Pittsburgh on NBC Sports Network. By the way, speaking of hockey, our congratulations goes out to John's boys, the Washington Capitals, beating the Pittsburgh Penguins and denying them a trip to the Eastern Conference Final last night in overtime 2-1. to they will now play host to Tampa beginning this Friday night, however, at the St. Pete Times Forum, while in the Western Division, however, Game 7 between Winnipeg and Nashville will be decided tomorrow night in Nashville after Nashville shut out Winnipeg last night in Winnipeg for nothing. The winner of that will go on to face the Golden Knights of Las Vegas, however, in that final. Meanwhile, however, there are three Money in the Bank ladder matches tonight set for the show in Baltimore, and here are the matches that have been listed. It will be Daniel Bryan, however, fresh off his big win of uh, Big Cass, however, despite the fact he did not make an appearance on the Talking Smack post-show Sunday night, taking on Rusev Day. The Miz will take on Jeff Hardy, however, in another qualifying match. And we can tell you now that The Miz has qualified, however, after a great match with Jeff Hardy to start out the show tonight in Baltimore. Meanwhile, Charlotte, the queen, who lost on Sunday, however, will take on, of course, one of the iconics, however, the Dingo Vegemite boomerang-throwing dog, however, Peyton Royce, if you will, however. Meanwhile, in addition to that, however, two matches have been announced for tonight's 205 Live, if you will, however. Among the matches you will see, Buddy Murphy will take on Mustafa Ali, and Jack Gallagher, the Mary Poppins nerd, if you will, along with his friend D. Brian Kendrick, will take on Grand Metalik and Lince Dorado. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, mind you, there's a couple of more stories to report quickly. Orlando, Florida officials are hoping to bring WrestleMania back to 2023 or 2025. ClickOrlando.com reported today that Orange County, Florida, leader, Florida leaders were scheduled to vote today on a plan to spend $1 million with the goal of bringing the event back to Orlando. Tampa also has announced bids, however, to place their matter into the affair, which could be hosted in either 2023, 2024, or 2025 for the big event. 
And finally, some sad wrestling news to report tonight. How our Nick Big Bully Busick, however, who may, some people may remember, however, mind you, back in the day, however, and worked for the WWE from 89 to 91 and started his career in 1978, however, passed away this afternoon at the age of 63. The cause of death has not yet been revealed, but he was diagnosed with cancer of fluid this year and was in hospice care. Our thoughts and prayers with the Busick friends and family tonight. Okay, I was just mentioning, uh, do you remember a guy by the name of Nick Busick, B-U-S-I-C-K, known as Big Bully? I've heard that name. Yeah, Yeah, he started for the the year you were born. He worked for the WWE from 89 to 91. He passed away today at 63. The cause of death has not been revealed, but he was diagnosed with cancer of fluid this year and was in hospice care. And as I said, our thoughts and prayers are with his friends and family tonight. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much, here, JD. Uh, of course, JD, along with King and W.O. Jawar T. Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, to bring you all the news. Uh, spit the print here in the WWS Radio Network. After news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape cannot beat that big time combination. Now, let's see what John has here on the wrestling history scene here with our uh, with a look back at some of the moments of wrestling history for today, May the 8th. 30 years ago today, <clears throat> the 1988, WCWA presented the 5th Von Erich Memorial Parade of Champions in the Texas Stadium in Irving, Texas. About 7,000 fans were in attendance. That would be the last edition of the event as by the next year, the promotion originally known as WCCW was merged with the CWA to form the USWA. One match from this, of course, we'll talk about Carrie Von Erich that did Iceman Parsons to win the WCWA World Heavyweight title. 18 years ago today, put it at the year 2000 from Rawls War and from Uniondale, New York. There was a and lot of. It's funny because th- later that year in 88, if you remember, Carrie Von Erich took on Jerry the King Lawler at uh, AWA Superflash in Chicago. Yeah, Superflash number three, I think that was. Yes, in Chicago. Yep, uh, a lot of great moments, if you want to call it, thanks to the McMahon-Helmsley faction. Number one, Chris Jericho defended his Intercontinental title not once, but twice. Or not twice, but three straight times. The only person that <coughs> defended the title twice or three times was Yokozuna. He had defended the title twice on March 20, 1994, WrestleMania 10 against Lex Luger, and later on in the show against Bret Hart. Chris Jericho's first challenge was against Kurt Angle, where Jericho defeated him. The next challenger was the Big Show. Later on in the show, Jericho would defeat Show by countout after Show had chased Shane McMahon out of the building as Shane had some not-so-important things to say to the Big Show that was pre-taped. In the main event, Chris Benoit defeated Chris Jericho to regain the Intercontinental title for the second time with Triple H as a special guest referee. Also, for other tidbits, Gerald Briscoe defeated the Dudley Boys with help from DX and TNA in a handicapped tables match, and also Pat Patterson defeated Rikishi in a stink face match with, of course, help from DX. This was that the first time. Wrong. Yeah, didn't that sound bad? Yeah. This was the first time the IC title was defended in the main event of Monday Night Raw since December of 1997 when Stone Cold forfeited the belt to The Rock. We all remember that. Month. <laughs> 18 years, also 18 years ago today, too. Year 2000 on Nitro from St. Louis, Missouri, 
Longtime valet and manager Miss Elizabeth made history by wrestling for the first time and defeated Daphne by DQ in just 38 seconds. The next night, she scored a pinfall win over Rhonda Singh, who was, of course, known as Bertha Faye in the WWF. Sixteen years ago today, put at 2002, In Demand LLC and J Sports and Entertainment announced a new weekly series of pay-per-view wrestling entertainment events that premiered on June 19th of 2002 and continuing every Wednesday night. The series would represent the first weekly original programming available exclusively on pay-per-view. The series was called NWA Total Nonstop Action and will feature nationally and world-renowned superstars in the NWA, the oldest sanctioning body in the world. Appearing on there was, of course, Jeff, was Jeff Jarrett, Ken Shamrock, Dory Funk Jr., and Harley Race. Also, uh, uh, Puppet, Apollo, AJ Styles, and others. The show kicked off a month later. That same day, Kurt Henning was released for the second time in the WWF. He just recently returned to the WWF at the 2002 Royal Rumble event. Just six years after he left the WWF to join WCW, this incident comes from the infamous plane ride from hell that we talked about earlier, not too long ago, earlier in the week. Henning got into a scrap with Brock Lesnar coming close to an airplane door. The door would have been, would have been impossible to open due to it being 25,000 feet in the air. Even still, getting into a fight with the man pegged to be the future of the company didn't help his case. He would soon join Team Name, where he had his final bouts. Of course, sadly, in February of 2003, he died at the age of 44. Henning was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 07. His son, of course, you know, Curtis Axel currently wrestles in the WWE. And my personal opinion, Curtis Axel is not getting the respect and treatment he deserves as a wrestler, in my personal opinion. He is not on the, right now on the same level as his dad was. They need to do, do something really, really quickly here for this young man, my personal opinion. Eleven years ago today, uh, 2007, at a SmackDown taping in, JD, in JD's neck of the woods, Pittsburgh, The Undertaker and Batista went to a draw in a steel cage match for the World Heavyweight title when it was ruled both men had escaped the cage at the same time. The match between Batista and Undertaker was their third battle of the year. After the match, Mark Henry made his return, his first appearance since July of 2006, and made an impact destroying The Undertaker, leaving him a bloody, broken mess. After that, Edge appeared with his newly won Money in the Bank briefcase. He had won in the day earlier from Mr. Kennedy. Edge would go on to defeat The Undertaker in just 82 seconds to win the World Heavyweight title. Edge would be the first man in WWE history to cash in Money in the Bank twice. That record would be tied by CM Punk when he won Money in the Bank twice in 08, at WrestleMania 24, and in 2009 at WrestleMania 25. He defeated Edge in June of 08 to win the world title and also defeated Jeff Hardy in June of 09 to win the title again. Taker would be carried out by his druids, but in reality he suffered a torn, torn bicep about a week prior. He, he would return September of 07 to defeat Mark Henry and Unforgiven and went on to continue his feud with Batista in the fall of 07 and recaptured the world title over Edge at WrestleMania 24. Ten years ago today, put in 2008, WWE released Tori Wilson. The release comes a month after Tori announced her retirement on MySpace after two back surgeons recommended that she never wrestle again. Tori had been sidelined since November of 07 to undergo physical therapy on her back. She joined the WWF in June 2001 during the invasion era and was a part of the alliance for a bit before joining the WWF. She was one of the WWE 
Epps most popular performance and longest tenured ex WCW talent, but she did make a one off return to the ring at WrestleMania 25 by wrestling in the Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal and also dating former Mariners and New York Yankees star and now ESPN broadcaster A Rod himself, Alex Rodriguez. I remember seeing them in the audience together somewhere. They appeared together at WrestleMania 28. There you go, that's what it was. Tori did make some WWE returns. She had a big January this year when she appeared at the Raw 25th anniversary and made her appearance in the first ever 30 woman 2018 Royal Rumble match. Today is here. here here's some more birthdays right here. <clears throat> uh, happy 57th birthday for Pure Style legend Akira Tayo. Happy 34th birthday, as JD said, to Tommaso Chiappa. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, Tommaso Chiappa. Yep. Chiappa. Okay. Chiappa. Thank you. I, I keep. I don't want to be screwing his name up. I don't know why. And happy 49th birthday to Aki Bono. And no, I'm not talking about Sonny Bono. I said Aki Bono. The man, the man on the big show must be 21. No sumo match, that's correct. And John said that is his for the rest of history and birthdays. And also, he did provide an answer to the question that was provided to us by uh, 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 Todd Robinson on our live video feed here a few moments ago. Uh, if Luger, and, and, he, and uh, this is John's thing, JD, I'll go ahead and tell you what John said here. If Luger and the WWE are on good terms, then yes, he can see Luger going into the Hall of Fame. I I just can't see it because I mean he buried himself so badly with all the shit with Elizabeth and not only that the way he was in WWE a lot of people had uh, mixed emotions and opinions about Luger I mean he rubbed people the wrong way he was always about himself and everything I mean don't get me wrong I mean there were some good things about him don't get me wrong but at the end of the day it's just I just cannot see WWE trying to I mean him trying to kiss and make up to WWE and say oh. I'm sorry, I, I, I made the error of my ways. I, just, I can't see that happening. I really can't. So, uh, that is, like I said, that's going to be a long time coming, my personal opinion. I mean, J.D., very, 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 very uh, good, great, great thoughts about that. Uh, Fonzie and John, thank you very much, sir, gentlemen, for your thoughts and opinions here as well. Uh, before we get to the plug, I will also tell you, uh, I will tell you that on the live video feed tonight from NWO Wrestling, I do have a 2016 Hall of Famer and a multiple title holder of our Trivia Championship Series. Let me make sure I get this right. Uh, this is one he wants to now be referred to, folks, as the Empress. Yes, and I will tell that is Anne Marie Rickenbach. She wants to be referred to as the Empress instead of the last kicker. I thought the last kicker had more of it. Good touch, but that's just yeah. Me. And she's got a big match tonight, however, against uh, supposedly she's got a big match against the fake-looking blonde bimbo Mandy Rose of Absolution tonight. Supposedly. Oh, that's oh, oh, are you are you talking about Lynch? Becky Lynch? Oh, okay, that's yeah. gonna be a good. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Nick. Yeah, this is the story I'm sorry about Nick Busick. Like I said, it's so funny. Here's the story about him real quick. I'm gonna tell you guys some, some more stories about him real quick. He trained under a gentleman. He was a powerlifter before he was a police officer. Uh, he trained under Mike uh, Paduas for just a week and worked as an enhancement tower for the old Worldwide Wrestling Fair when they ran shows here in Pittsburgh. Uh, he went on to, tra- to transfer the Atlanta Police Department in the early 80s while working for the North Georgia Wrestling Alliance. He developed the gimmick which he became famous as the Big Bully with a handlebar mustache and bowler hat. He had memorable feuds with Abdul the Butcher, Mr. Wrestling to a more 
before eventually signing with WWE in 1991. During his run in WWE, however, he continued using the bully gimmick power and harassed fans as well as the ring announcer. Managed by downtown Bruno Harvey Whippleman, he was built up to a small feud with the Brooklyn Brawler. He eventually left the company later that year when he realized there were no more major plans for him to be pushed to the star line and spend more at home time with his kids. He would make sporadic appearances for indie companies, but was mostly famous for wrestling at that point, running a security company, and continued to compete in lifting competitions up until three years ago. So that's that's a big bully music, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now when you said it that way, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, so again, our thoughts and prayers definitely with music friends and family tonight. A very unique guy, shall we say. And uh, let's see here. Uh, next week, however, mind you, how let's see, uh, looking here. Let's see. how are, We're going to have Charlotte and Carmella again next week in London. Speaking of Charlotte, Charlotte did defeat Peyton Royce, however, mind you. Uh, Xavier Woods uh, lost to Cesaro tonight, however, and apparently that's what we've got going on so far of what's happening in Baltimore. Okay, do and more talk about that, of course, as, as the full results of SmackDown will be on tomorrow night's edition of Revolution. And, of course, let's go give you this one more time here, folks. 1724-444-7444. Call ID 138055-POUND. <clears throat> this is episode 498 of the Mothership Revolution. This is Tuesday, May 8, 2018. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared Jerry Geralimo, the, heart, uh, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Empress, and marie Rickenbach is now on the line here tonight. Uh, guys, let's go ahead and get things, our big-time discussion here. First off, of course, uh, of course, as you know, we did have a, we did have a pay-per-view this past Sunday, which was, of course, back last year, 2018. The first pay-per-view, of course, with, with both with competitors from both Raw and SmackDown competing on the same show. And, of course, this will be divided, as I said, this will be divided into two discussions here about backlash here uh, for uh, for uh, tonight. We'll be talking about the Raw uh, matches, Raw's contributions to backlash. We'll call them that. We'll say it that way. And tomorrow night on Wednesday night edition of Revolution, we'll be talking about the SmackDown contributions to backlash. So let's go ahead and start first off with, the, with talking about the Raw matches here. And I'm just going to just just uh, run down here, and I'm about to get everybody's opinion here. JD, uh, <clears throat> JD, John, Fonzie, and Anna, I'd like to get your thoughts and opinions on all all the following matches. Of course, the ones that I know of that are part of Raw. So we're just going to do those, okay, guys? All right, here we go. All right, the first one here, of course, would be the which was the pre-show match for the for the whole pay-per-view, but this was this was considered part of Raw. A women's match pitting Bailey versus Ruby Riot. JD, your thoughts about this match, please? You know, they just totally lost their direction with Bailey more and more, and it just seems like she continues to be lost in the shuffle. I mean, yeah, you have Ruby Riot and her minions, however, of Liv Morgan and her blue tongue, however, and then of course you got Sarah Logan, the country girl, however, who uh, is uh, a little bit of a fighter, even though we have not seen them in the ring, however, together, however. But uh, just be sort of like bodyguards to uh, Ruby, however. Yeah, Ruby's a little out there with her tats and her piercings and reminds you a little bit of Paige somewhat. But uh, as far as uh, Rube, uh, pa- Bailey goes, I mean, yeah, she asked Sasha to come out there, however, and if Sasha would uh, watch her back for her, and of course Sasha said, no, I'm not going to do that. What makes you think I'm going to do that? I mean, there's still a lot of tension between those two, however, but I just, I don't know. I mean, they've got to do something different with both of these girls, however. I mean, these girls could just continue to just 
do the same old, same old week after week with these two, however, and I think it's time to either turn one of them heel or both heel. It's just I think the fans are getting tired of seeing the same old crap with these two. I mean, this has been going on for far too long. I think it's going to have to come to an end at some point. The question is when. I mean, they just continue to do the same thing again and again and again. Thank you, J.D. John says here he must admit Ruby's done pretty well ever since her group has joined the, the Raw brand with her buddy Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan. Let's see if he says anything else. Uh, um, and she's done good on the roster, and she, and she got a huge, huge win over Bailey uh, for that in the process. So, uh, <clears throat> good thoughts there, John. Thank you very much, sir. Fonzie, any thoughts about the, about the uh, pre-show match from Backlash? Which was uh, which was a raw ladies match pitting Bailey versus Ruby Riot. Who me? Yeah. Yes, you. <laughs> I <laughs> I missed that match. I didn't see that, but uh, I'm uh, I didn't see that. I missed that match. <laughs> okay. okay. And did you have any thoughts about Bailey versus Ruby Riot from Backlash? She, I don't know if she is still on or not, but we'll, we'll, we'll come back and get her thoughts about the matches here in just a bit. Uh, the next one here, and John's already got a good segue into this. I'll start with J.D., though, on this. The Intercontinental title match pitting the champion Seth Rollins against J.D.'s favorite wrestler, The Miz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, JD, you know what? I mean, every time title. these two go out there, they always find a way to just bring out the best in each other, and they give the crowd what they want, and that's good quality action. I mean, once again, you've got to tip your cap to Miz. As much as, I mean, again, I mean, I know a lot of people say, J.D., what are you smoking? Our hell's freezing over. You're, not, you're giving praise to The Miz. I mean, as much as I hate him, and I do not like the man, you know, but he does have some... He does put on some good quality matches when he doesn't have his minions with him or he's on his own. And in this case, I mean, he held his own. I mean, he really did well with Rollins. These guys, I mean, to quote Rollins' theme, burned it down, no pun intended. However, he absolutely stole the match on Sunday night. They went 20, 25 minutes. They could have gone in there 10 or 15, and it would have been the match of the night. They could have killed the whole 40, half, first half hour, 40 minutes of the show that way. I mean, all in all, it was a good opener. I was entertained by it. However, I mean, now, hopefully Miz takes some time off. However, maybe after the European tour to be with his wife and uh, little girl. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But at the same time, however, it depends. However, I mean, I mean, he just wants to keep, if he wants to keep going and wrestle and not take any vacation time, more power to him. But at the end of the day, however, I just think that, again, these two really, really did well. However, and, uh, Hopefully, and uh, now they'll uh, do something else. But again, we'll have to wait and see where they go from here with involving these guys. Time will tell. I would agree. Thank you, JD. Uh, John says that the match of night to kick us off was the IC title match between Rollins and the Miz. John also has a minute again. A nice showing between these two. Miz yeah. proved that he can do it on his own, and it was pretty close for Miz tying Chris Jericho's record, but it wasn't to be. Yeah, again, Rollins. He's not close to doing that. I was just going to say that too. Yeah. All right. Rollins makes sure that Miz wouldn't take the IC title back to the blue brand because that title needs to stay on the red brand. Okay, well, that's a good thought there. Uh, uh, Fonzie, did you have a chance to see the IC title match at Backlash? Yeah, I did. That was the best match of all night. Put it that way. That was the best match of the whole entire night. 
Any particular part? Any uh, any 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 particular uh, thoughts? Other thoughts about that match? Um, just like what JD said. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Fonzie. And uh, like I said, uh, we'll get Ann's take on these matches here. I'll we'll talk more about that here in just a bit. Uh, next up here, obviously, will be the Raw Women's Title match pitting Nia. turned out, of course, obviously from WrestleMania, Nia Jax defending the title against Alexa Bliss. JD, your take here on the Raw Women's Title match. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. It's on my throat there. Uh, you know, this was choppy. I mean, you know, this is the same old, same old we've seen out of these two. However, I mean, Alexa and her stupid PSAs continue to bore me. They're not funny. They're not entertaining. She's like, oh, be, I mean, she might have some foul points, but why are they going with this? It's just, I don't know. I think it's ridiculous, however. Uh, hopefully, they do something different now with both of these girls. However, I mean... Obviously, how we'll have to wait and see what happens with Nia. Of course, Nia was not on last night. Neither was Alexa. Maybe they just gave him the night off. Maybe because of the upcoming tour, possibly, which I'll talk about in the Raw review. But, you know, oh. I mean, it's time to go different with both of these girls, however. I mean, Alexa, obviously, is going to be out for a little while, depending on how bad the injuries, if she is legitimately hurt. And there's still some talk about that whole thing. Um, overall, it was okay. But, again, I think it's time to go a different direction with both of them. However, I mean, what they do next. I don't know, but like I said, I just wish these stupid PSAs by Alexa would end. I mean, I'm not amused by them. I'm not entertained by them. I just think they're absolutely weak in every sense. So when they've got to do something different, I mean, I don't know who the freaking moron is, however, that is thinking all this crap power, but I have a feeling I know who it is. It's everyone's favorite, and John's favorite, and John knows who I'm talking about, and that is everyone's favorite, Bucky the Beaver boy, Kevin Dunn. Certainly, certainly. Uh, let's see. Let's go back to. Uh, let's go. Thank you very much, here, JD. Great thoughts so far on the raw matches here, guys. Uh, John says here. As for Elias, Elias, <laughs> Alexa versus Nia. Look for time, JD. Put that one on the books. Thank you very much. Uh, I was hoping John was hoping Alexa was going to write her WrestleMania wrong and defeat Nia, but it didn't happen that way. And that was Nia's posing of Alexa. Who is the next challenger that will try to dethrone Nia Jax? Nia, uh, John said he did like Nia's speech, though. Okay. Uh, good, 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 uh, good thoughts there, John. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, Fonz, any thoughts on the raw, on the Raw Women's Title match between Nia and Alexa Bliss? Uh, Nia threw Alexa like a piece of like a piece of trash across the freaking ring and like it was so bad that it just it made me like wow I I pick Alexa Bliss to be Naya <laughs> but uh I said it was a not a competitive uh not a competitive fight so right. yeah well, pretty much everybody. Oh, go ahead, Fonzie. No, that's my thought. Okay. So, before, but of course, you now for this match, KD and I were the only ones that called it that that, that Nia's going to retain. So. Everybody else, and Michelle, John, Ann, and you, Fonzie, all but said that Alexa was going to regain it. So. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but, uh, but, but hey, there you go. And Fonzie, you were the only one that said the Miz is going to pick up the IC belt. 
Yeah, I know that. I know. Now this is one here, of course, as we've been as we have heard many, many times here about this particular match. This one I don't think anybody will probably have a whole lot to say about and I think J D will be who will definitely be will definitely be uh will definitely agree with that statement. And that is obviously the match between mm-hmm. Roman and Samoa Joe. Uh J D any thing you like to say about what can we say about this match? I mean, the fans had every reason to walk out of that arena angry and pissed and just absolutely, I wouldn't say butthurt, but absolutely offended by this. This is the same crap we've seen over and over and over again shoved down our throat by Vince and the booking team. I mean, can they not get the stupid idea by now that Roman every week in every city and town does not get a very good response? I mean... Are they thinking, what is this, 1997, 1996 here? I mean, come on, this is 2018, I'm going into 2019. I mean, guys, it's 20 years later. I mean, I understand, however, you're still the only one of the few big league federations in town. But come on, I mean, it's just, I'm sorry. They could have done so much more by putting this on earlier in the evening rather than just bore us to death and literally kill the crowd and just kill the audience at home watching it by putting this on as your main event. There you go. I agree. I would definitely agree. And uh, John, now John's uh, basically, uh, I think he's got not a lot to say here, uh, but he's he's got a thought here about this. Uh, he says this was a boring main event, and John said he does not blame the fans for leaving. John said he would have left this show as well. And even though we'll talk about this match tomorrow night, he said the main fall right should have been the WWE title match. It should have been. Uh, so John says backlash kind of sucked. That's his, that's his own words. Uh, yeah, it probably did a lot more than sucked, uh, but I won't go into any more details than that. Uh, Fonzie, any thoughts on Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe? Boring. Boring. That's what Stone well Cold would have said. <laughs> no. well, well put indeed. Well, well put indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, and one more we'll talk about here, of course, that will close out the that will close out the raw half of backlash right here. Uh, uh, and Ann actually came back on. She did say that, of course, uh, the the paper, the main event was. She said it did suck and it was boring as well. So. I do agree, Ann. Thank you very much. Now, the, the, the last one we'll talk about here for Raw, obviously, is the tag team match. The only tag team match, of course, that happened here at Backlash this past Sunday. That might be one reason why the whole show sucked. You didn't have it was. any tag team. You only had one tag team match in the whole thing. And that was a match pitting with uh, team, uh, having Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley team up against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. J.D., your take on this match. Hold on. I think that's the way we can describe that song, what happened with that match. No, I mean, Braun and Bobby weren't bad. I mean, they are were a pretty good, decent team against KO and Sammy. But, you know, I just don't get why they didn't have Raw or SmackDown defend the, like, the Bludgeon Brothers or the uh, Odd Paul pairing of, yes. And, of course, the Max Katie of the WWE, I'm referring to more and more of Bray Wyatt. But, no, I mean, I understand... They probably were tired and spent because of all the travel. That's understandable if that was the case. But no, I mean, 
this was okay. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was predictable. We knew what was going to happen going in, and we knew what was going to happen coming out, and that is the same old crap. Once again, KO and Sammy just basically get manhandled. And, of course, we saw what happened afterward, however, and that, of course, was when, uh, like I said, the tension began once again between Braun and Bob, or not Braun and Bobby, between KO and Sammy. I just, I don't know. I mean, and, I mean, it's just, they are so hurting right now in the storyline department and the writing team just, I mean, they're thinking, going back to the same old, same old thing that just, they've got to find a way to either get better storyline writing, however, or just find a way to do better, uh, just, TV producing. Like I said, they're just running on fumes right now with the same old crap that they've been doing the last couple of years or even longer than that. And I think they're trying to go to the well one too many times and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But right now, it's not worked for quite a while and a good while and they've got to start changing some of that real soon if they're smart. Right now, it just doesn't seem like they're smart at all. I would agree. I definitely, definitely good thoughts for Jason. Thank you. <laughs> um, Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, and uh, just, just so you know, if you have any thoughts at all about the about the match between Bailey and Ruby Riot, or the IC title match, or the Raw Women's title match, or um, uh, uh, Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe, you can leave them right here, and I will, I will mention, I will bring it, I will bring it to everybody's attention here, since you didn't was not on when we started talking about this. So if you can just do that for me, and I'll come back and read them off in just one second. John uh, says here. Was there any doubt that Strowman and Lashley were going to lose? He says, hell no. Strowman and Lashley chopped and stir-fried K.O. and Zane for dinner. And John said he wanted to say that they made crispy fried chicken out of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, of course, them being, of course, Strowman and Lashley. (laughs) Oh, my, now you're making me hungry. Chicken stir-fried. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Fonzie, any thoughts on the tag match with uh, Strowman and Lashley versus K.O. and Zayn? Uh, Bobby, big ass Ashley, Lashley. That's what uh, Michelle would have called a big ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, nice ass Ashley. This, <laughs> uh, you know, was gonna you know be a, a match between those two. Yeah, it was not a competitive fight. Um, Sami Zayn turned off on, uh, turned on KO, then, uh, Sami Zayn threw KO in, then KO threw Danny Zayn in, uh, it was not a match. It was just like, I don't know how you, uh, ascribe it. Uh, this is a Totally, uh, totally domination between Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. This is what you can say, too. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I don't know what we're afraid of. Oh. <laughs> I, 
I think, I think, yeah, I, I would have to agree. Yeah, I, I definitely have to agree with that. Uh, and, and so far, uh, is, uh, thank you, Fonte, of course, for your thoughts as well, sir. Thank you. Um, and did, um, uh, uh, say that the Bailey, that, that so far, the two matches she's talking about, the Bailey match and the IC title match, she says, in her opinion, were both boring. Um, that's, that's her take. Uh, and what about the Raw Women's title match? <laughs> oh, that was a bad combo. <laughs> uh, that's why I got that in my head. I just did. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! Serious? Yes, I got it. Oh, oh my lord! I was actually right about that. Okay. Uh, let me see. Let's see. Uh, um, and any other thoughts? And while we wait to get hers, I'll go ahead and say thank y'all very much for your opinions about the uh, Raw matches from Backlash and tomorrow on Revolution. We'll definitely be talking about the SmackDown contribution to Backlash as well. Uh, now, guys, we'll go ahead. And Anne says she has nothing else to mention. Okay. John says, despite all that, Backlash still sucks. In his opinion. There you go. Okay, John, thank you very much. All right, guys. All right, and of course, as you heard, J.D. said, of course, the rating was not good for Monday Night Raw last night. Um, let's get everybody's take on this. Uh, uh, John and Ann, if you want to start putting down any thoughts, uh, um, putting down your thoughts and opinions here about uh, about uh, last night's Monday Night Raw show, of course, the aftermath of Backlash. Uh, Fonzie, any take, sir, on what took place about and on on Monday Night Raw um, last night, your thoughts about anything that took place? It really sucked. Put it that way. It was terrible. I was watching the Pelican game. I was switching back and forth. Uh, it was terrible. Put it that way. Okay. So you were going between Raw and um, and uh, and the hockey game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, th- thank you very much, here, Ponzi. Uh, John, um, John is going to start to say a couple of things. I'll go ahead and read what he has to say here. Uh, he says the rating was not very good for Raw. Of course, as you can see, we are getting close to Money in the Bank. Speaking of Money in the Bank, the first one to qualify for that match was Ember Moon defeating Sasha Banks and Ruby Riot in what John thought was a great uh, ladies triple threat match. And he thought the double eclipse Ember pulled out of her hat was amazing. Ember Moon's starting to be a real good female. Yeah, she fan. is. She's she's looking real tough. I mean, she really is. And I gotta say, also, hopefully everyone got to see uh, Table for Three after the show with uh, AJ, Shane, and uh, Kurt. Believe it or not. But there's talk how are coming up on the uh, future episode Table for Three. You're gonna have Lita, Alexa Bliss, and Trish Stratus. Oh, okay. That, that'll be a good uh, table discussion with all three of them, I'm sure, at the table. Well, who did you say was involved in that one? 
Uh, coming up, that'll be Trish, Lita, and Alexa. However, last name is AJ, Shane, and Kurt, however, on uh, table for three. Now, that's not the first ladies' table for three that they would have done. They did one before that, right? Yeah, Charlotte did it. I think it was Charlotte. Charlotte, I think, did Bailey and Sasha, I want to say. I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, double check, but... Uh, Real quick, let's see here. Uh, real quick, uh, I could tell you, uh, you got to be kidding me. How this is not very pleasing. How, like I said, how, like I said, I don't know if, they, if this was before the main event, whatever. And uh, I know Ann's not gonna like hearing this, and I am not happy to report this either. But apparently, the fake-looking blonde bimbo bitch Mandy Rose stole the win over Becky Lynch tonight. Yeah. Um, I'll. I, uh, if she says something here, I'll let y'all know. Just yeah, but check. I can tell you right now, SmackDown again tonight, Howard, it's just, it's, it's weak. It's another weak-ass show tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then going to, and of course, John says going to be two men in the main, the bank match, Braun Strowman and Finn Balor. John certainly loves Strowman's story about him, about him. No way, John. No way. No way. John Crows. No way. John Crows. <laughs> now, don't do the JML thing. Don't say, John, he's good. Okay. <laughs> I took it. I took him, but I remember that. Uh, John says, Mojo Rawlins making his Raw debut and taking on Seth Rollins for the IC title. Mojo did good in this match against Rollins, but Monday night, Rollins still keeps going strong, and now John knows that they're going to be building a feud between Roman Reigns and Steroid Boy and Jinder Mahal. you got to be kidding. Oh, Lord, now they're really desperate. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Putting Roman and gender together in a feed, that's desperation right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a desperation right there. Uh, while John is finishing up his thoughts here, Anne did say that she thought Monday Night Raw last night sucked big time. She said she did like She said she does like Amber Moon. So just a good wrestling. Uh, let's see. John, anything else, sir, you wish to add? Uh know somebody here to say something. Uh, and a nice belch, by the way, whoever did that. I bet that was fun. Me, I did it. That's why I say if I raw. That's what I say if I raw. And also said Braun will destroy the competition. Uh, I have no doubt about that. Ooh, big trade today. Fonz, did you hear that Matt Harvey's going to Cincy? Yeah, I know. And what? Of the Mets, uh, he after being designated for assignment, he has been traded to the Cincinnati Reds from the Mets, however, in exchange for cash and Devin Mascaro. Hardy, Harvey will join the team, however, later this week, but there was talk he was also looking at Pittsburgh. But, I mean, the way the Reds are right now, I mean, they need all the help they can with their pitching, however, and he will probably start, uh, yeah, they said he'll start in a couple of days with the Reds. But, yeah, apparently, however, like I said, they acquired Matt Harvey this afternoon. After leaving New York, however, so apparently he is on his way to the Big Apple to the Queen City of Cincinnati and playing for the Big Red Machine. So we'll see if uh, he can try to save his career in his uh, season, if early, I mean, it's less than six weeks in. But still, I mean, yeah, it's just not a good sign, however, for him going from the Mets to the Reds, however. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Right, well, that's wait. <laughs> and very nice there again. And John says he knows Rollins says he wouldn't be in the money in the bank match, but he says he does 
go to the he does go to the money bank the money the bank match. And Johnson, he did like Lashley's promo with Renee Young. Could say Lashley is a favorite in the Money in the Bank match, and that's John's take on Raw. And speaking of which, he actually John has some some questions of has a question of his own. Actually, a couple of them right here while we're talking about while we're talking about the thoughts and about the results here. First question he has: John says, "Do you think?" The women and men from Raw and SmackDown are going to have are going to be together in that match. JD, what's that? John, John, John's got a couple of questions here. The Go first ahead. question he's got: Do you think the the women and men from Raw and SmackDown are going to have the? I think he's talking about the Money in the Bank uh, matches together. Yeah, I think I think they're going to do separate. However, but I think both the men and women are doing. Separate matches, however, for both brands on Raw and SmackDown, I think. Unless, I mean, unless. No, no, they're all together. Oh, they are all together? Okay, never mind yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you just answer that yep. question then? I, I thought they were separate. See, I thought they were just. No, they're them. all together. Okay, so they're all together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Four the men are already in already. And uh, I think two or three are already in for the woman. So there's like eight each one, eight for the woman and eight for the uh, man. So there's so already four guys four already qualified and already. So, so are you telling me they're going, you're going to have four guys from Raw and four guys from SmackDown in the same match? No, it's um, all mixed. No, all mixed. I thought that was not what I had heard. So, so that's what well, they're going like, to do. Like, it's all mixed. It's like two for Raw and two for SmackDown, but it will be eight guys total fighting for... Right. Fight, uh, for the, yeah, yeah. Right, but what I'm saying is, um, so, so the thing is, they're putting four Raw guys and four SmackDown guys. No, whoever wins, whoever qualified, it could be Raw, it could be SmackDown. Uh, two from already Raw went in, Ron Strowman and Finn Balor. Then yes. tonight, two more went in from SmackDown. Uh, Rusev and The Miz. And, yeah, and uh, just told me, and just said Rusev is qualified. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So, 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 no, what I'm saying is, I think what John's talking about is the actual Money in the Bank match itself. Is, is Raw and SmackDown Raw guys and SmackDown guys going to be in this match at the same time is what we're asking. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, yeah. One, it's all yeah. one match, yeah. Right, and yeah. So, they're doing the same with the women. Yeah. They're doing the same yeah. thing with the women. And so, and so four Raw girls and four SmackDown girls are going to be in the same thing. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Okay. I hope, I hope this idea fares better for this pay-per-view than, in, than what happened on Sunday. So, I mean, yeah. Thank you, thank you. There. The other question, the other question that John says has here: Should there be a Money in the Bank tag team ladder match? There has been talk. There has been some discussion. Whether it happen or not, I think it's a very good possibility. The way it looks right now, I mean, don't be surprised. Right. Okay. Okay. And John said, I said, if anyone catches in the money in the bank briefcase, it is possible that either cash it in on the Raw champion 
So if they don't cash in the Money Bank briefcase, is it possible that they either cash it in on either the Raw champion or the SmackDown champion? They could. I mean, so what a Raw guy could cash in on the on the on the on the WWE champion, or a SmackDown guy could cash it in on the Universal champion. That's basically, <laughs> that's basically, I think, what John is asking here. Yeah, it's a very good possibility. I mean, it could very well happen. happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Good questions are all around here, everybody, everyone. Uh, and now, guys, I will. I do have to step away, but before I do that, I'm going to do the biggest promo here, the best one here I've done of this in a while. <laughs> the man who reports, who, of course, has always had something to say with our pay-per-views and, of course, Raw and SmackDown every single week. Uh, of course, he does not. He's not afraid to just let 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 the let the uh, let let the Our rubber fly. fly. Let, 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 let everything fly. We'll say, ladies and gentlemen, here is the Iceman JD Jared Geronimo with his thoughts about the last night's Monday Night Raw in this WWS exclusive, the WCW WCWS Icebreaker. And I'll be right back. Okay. What can we say about last night's show that happened in Mick Foley's hometown of Long Island that needs to be said? First off, people, let's just be a little bit of a warning, however. I mean, some of it will be PG and some of it may not be PG, so let's give you a mixed bag ahead of time. Of course, the show started off with Kurt Angle coming out, and then, of course, Braun Strowman, however, came out as well. Of course, Kurt said that there would be some money in the bank qualifying matches tonight, Howard, and that Braun wanted a chance, Howard. And he talked about basically when he was a kid and other kids spoke about making a treehouse, that they never asked him for help. And they talked about how they had a stupid handshake to get into the treehouse. Well, someone said he waited for them to get in the treehouse, and then he knocked the tree down. But then who shows up but the birthday boy himself, Kevin Owens? Whining and bitching and complaining, however, in more ways than one, saying that, however, he should be entered into the Money in the Bank ladder match. Well, Kurt decided to uh, give Kevin Owens a nice birthday present, however, by booking him in a match against the monster among men, Braun Strowman. As a result, however, Braun Strowman, the freight train locomotive that he is, the big-time big man, if you will, however, basically got those hands and then some by basically beating up on KO and uh, ruining his night and his birthday in the process, despite the fact he got a new contract for five more years, however. however. So, Owens, uh, sorry, my man, this wasn't meant to be in the cards for your birthday, my friend. Oh, well. Then, of course, we have, of course, Mike Rome talked to Roman Reigns about the upcoming triple threat that is set for later in the show before Goldust talking to Kurt Angle and saying he wants a chance to be in the Money Bank ladder match. And they had throughout the night people talking about what Money in the Bank would mean to them, including Bailey, Van Dango, and Tyler Breeze, about their opportunity, if they would enter the match. But all of a sudden, Howard, just when Goldust was ready to talk about his opportunity, who decides to show up but the modern-day Harasha, the Punjabi parasite, the total steroid-inducing boy himself, Jinder Mahal and his boyfriend Sunel Singh, 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 if you will. As a result, however, Angle told Mahal that he would have to fight Chad Gable, who of course he referred to as Mini-Me a few weeks ago. Maybe he would think it over about maybe putting him in the match later, maybe in the Money in the Bank ladder match, depending on how he did later in the night, however. Then, of course, we have Baron Corbin, the lone wolf, along with the Revival, if you will, in a six-person tag, against the biggest joke of the company, 
No Way Jose, Titus Tripping Worldwide O'Neill, and Apollo Crews, of course, however, with Alexandria York 2.0-1991-2018, Dana Blonde Hair Brooke. Yay, I'm so excited. As a result, Baron Dawson and Wilder, of course, defeated, of course, uh, five their two counterparts of NXT. Oh, basically, this was an NXT six-person tag. Of course, five of the six people had already been in NXT before uh, the last couple of years, with O'Neal, of course, being there prior to these guys arriving back in the day. Go figure. Anyway, this was absolutely hokey. Speaking of hokey, let's talk about the third match of the evening. Sasha Banks defeating Ember Moon and, of course, the Riot Squad with Blue Tongue Blonde Bimbo, Sarah, Liv Morgan, a.k.a. Alex, Harley Quinn 2.0, and Sarah Country Girl Logan. As a result, Ember Moon showed once again why she is not to be messed with and that people better be watching their own butts and backsides at the process, however, because this girl is not here to play games. She is here to win at all costs. And let's just say the War Machine, however, definitely ran over everybody and definitely uh, is a machine. And I know some people may agree with me, some people may disagree with me on this, but I'll tell you right now, you might be looking down the road possibly at a future world's champion in the women's division in this girl. I mean, we saw what she did in NXT by running through the competition. They haven't given her the chance to run with the ball just yet with the main title in the women's division, but at some point you, I could see a match down the road maybe between Nia and Ember, whether it happens at SummerSlam, Survivor Series, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble. We don't really know, but I can tell you right now, the women's division better be keeping an eye on this girl because this girl is not here to play games. Then, of course, we go to our next match, however, mind you, which was, of course, the steroid Maharaja Meatball himself, the Punjabi Pussy Prince, if you will, Jinder Mahal and his boyfriend Sunil Singh 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 taking on Chad Gable, mind you. As a result, Jinder defeated Gable, and then afterward, Singh, of course, decided to have a little fun by taunting Chad Gable before Mahal decided once again to take his normal steroid-inducing juice and attack Gable once again. Goody! Just shows you once again that the Maharaja Meatball continues to be a total and utter doofus, to say listen, because he is once again a guy who basically has no balls whatsoever because he's nothing more than a steroid-inducing Punjabi little prick, if you ask me. Speaking of which, let's talk about our next match. Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler versus Heath Slater and Rhino. The Wendy's boy and the man who has not taken a razor to his face probably in months, let alone weeks, taking on the Double D duo, however, of Dolph and Drew. I wish to God that Drew would kick Dolph to the curb already and go on his own. I don't think he needs Dolph to be his teammate. He's doing just fine on his own. I think at some point you will see that happen. As far as Slater and Rhino goes, however, I wish to God that these guys would get off my TV every week. I'm tired of seeing these guys invade my TV because they think they still have something into it. Well, guess what? Last I checked, I think, Slater, they're still wondering where uh, their fries are and their burgers are. Because I think last I heard, Howard, you walked out of the Wendy's joint a few years ago and didn't pick up your paycheck, mind you. Because you continue to look like an utter and stupid goof in the process. And as far as Rhino goes, Rhino, I mean, you've had some good moments in your career. Don't get me wrong. You've had a pretty good run in your career at times, and you were pretty good back in the day with ECW. But here it is, my friend. It's 2018 now. I think it's time for you to either just just end your career once and for all, or maybe 
taking a different role, whether it be as a trainer or maybe even as a uh, some type of a role in the company. Because right now, you guys just continue to look like a joke week in and week out. And as far as Ziggler goes, like I said, he continues to act like a total douchebag. But I will say this, Howard, I hope at some point Drew McIntyre kicks this guy to the curb soon. And I hope he does it soon because I think Drew McIntyre gets so much more better than Dolph. Because, I mean, everyone says, oh, these guys are a dangerous team. No. Drew McIntyre is the heart and soul of that team. Dolph Ziggler is not. Speaking of which, let's go to Bobby Roode and Elias next. Oh, goody. Everyone's favorite guitar playing man. Elias boring us once again with his stupid singing. And of course, he continues to act like a total clown himself. But it was nice to see Bobby Roode get retribution on Elias this week. However, after basically Elias had been making Bobby Roode look like a little bitch the last few weeks, so turnabout, as they always say, is fair play. Well, guess what, Elias? You got that lesson handed to you last night, my friend. Then we go to the IC title matchup involving Seth Rollins, and we were wondering who Seth Rollins would take on. All of a sudden, who shows up, but everyone's su- to everyone's surprise, but the former hype bro himself, however, who has been not been on TV for weeks, however, a months, Mojo Rawley. And I will admit, Mojo did hang, uh, did pretty well, however, and give it a good effort against Seth Rollins. But at the end of the night, however, Rollins was lucky to hang on to his title, but it was a good win in a a uh, close shave win that he won here tonight, however, in the island, however, let's just say. So, Mojo, I will give you your credit, Harold. You did pretty good for your first showing on Raw, but now hopefully you won't start to get buried and lost in the shuffle. Otherwise, Howard, what the heck did they bring you over for? Seriously. And speaking of bringing over, before we get to the main event and my big rant, however, let's talk about the tag team competition. Once again, you have Matt Hardy and the Max Cady of the WWE, Bray Wyatt, taking on, of course, the Axeman Curtis Axel and the Dennis Hopper ponytail-wearing total uh, little boy, if you will, in the form of Bo freaking Dallas. Of course, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt make it look so easy once again in short time, however, by defeating these two worthless Miz Taraj at one time associates and basically, basically made them look like fools here. Now let's talk about the triple threat and my big rant of the evening here. Roman Reigns taking on Sami Zayn, taking on Finn Balor. First off, however, I have got to say once again, Finn Balor being in the main event seems to be the recurring theme here. I mean, if memory serves me, I think so far out of, I don't know how many episodes there's been so far this year of Raw, but I would say almost half of them so far, if not a quarter of them, so far this year, have involved Finn Balor being in the main event. Last week, he was in the main event of Montreal with Seth Rollins. We all saw what happened there. But before that, however, even going back to probably January, early February, I think, there was a stretch at one time, like three or four, maybe in five weeks, where Finn Balor was always in the main event, mind you, however. So, apparently, I guess they're still having high hopes for Finn to do some damage, however. As a result, Finn did win, however and qualify for the money in the bank. But the reason why he qualified was because, of all people, who decided to show up once again and cost Roman his time, however, which fans were surprised at, and I think a lot of people were taken back by. And now it looks like they're going to start a few with him. However, obviously, is everyone's favorite meathead, the steroid-inducing Jinder Mahal. 
Oh, goody. Way to think, Kevin Dunn and WWE on your feet, Howard, by putting two guys who absolutely are worth my time and worth talking about. But I will make it my point to talk about both of these guys before I give you my final overall suspend of Raw. First off, do we really want to see the man who has been force-fed down our throat by you, Kevin Dunn, and Vincent, Stephanie, and Hunter by having Roman Reigns compete against the total... Maharaja meatball Punjabi little prick pussy like Jinder Mahal. In my opinion, no we don't. Because we do not need to see the worthless steroid-inducing boy take on a guy who continues to get booed in week in and week out. But of course, probably next Monday in London, we're going to probably see a match that Kurt Angle, I'm sure, announce that will involve Jinder and Roman. Oh, goody. I am so excited about this. I just want to see the guy who continues to think he's the big dog taking on a guy who for the past year and a half continues to show, just like his muscles and his ego, he is nothing more than a simple little prick in General Hall. So, once again, WWE, you just continue to just drop the ball in more ways than one and act like a total and stupid idiot as Chris Jericho would say, because you guys don't know what the hell you're doing as far as writing TV goes. I mean, there was that stretch for a few weeks, however, after SmackDown, or excuse me, after WrestleMania, a week or so, or two weeks, that you had something, it looked like you thought you had things going your way. But what has happened the last couple weeks? Oh, that's right, you're turning the clock back again to go back to January and the latter part of 2017, when you decided to write Nothing but stale, lame television on both shows. So here's an idea, WWE. Start fixing the problem real soon, because right now, if you don't, you're going to continue to hear rants by me and just about every fan out there, because you guys are nothing more than worthless, total scumbags, if you ask me to put it mildly. However, I'm just going to say the other thing, but I'm going to keep it clean, but I'm just going to say scumbags, and you know where I'm going with not the scumbag word. So you better either fix the problem quickly, and if you don't, however, you're going to continue to get people like me bitching and complaining, and rightly so, because you guys do not know how in the blue hell to write television. So that being said, however, i got to say this week's Raw was an absolute disaster. It was a 4 of 10, in my opinion. And from what I saw on SmackDown tonight in Baltimore, once again, it shows you, just like uh, Raw Howard, not only Kevin Dunn, you're an idiot in writing bad television, you have a comrade in arms, Howard, in your former buddy, none other than the Road Dog and whoever else is writing SmackDown, because you guys on SmackDown, just like Raw, continue to write nothing but shitty-ass television. Ladies and gentlemen, we could not put it that much better than that, ladies and this is then once again, a WWS Radio Network exclusive, of course, the, the icebreaker, of course, with the Iceman, Jared D. Drama. J.D., thank you very much for your thoughts and take on, <clears throat> on, uh, on, of course, last night's Monday Night Raw. Uh, now, John went on to, uh, uh, John went on to, of course, talk about, uh, uh, talk about the possible uh, tag team ladder match, Money in the Bank tag team ladder match. He said here, says here, uh, they, they've seen, we, he's, we've seen tag team matches. It just wouldn't be fair if they didn't do a Money in the Bank tag team match. Money in the Bank thing has been done for years since they did it before WrestleMania. You look at Edge and Jack Swagger. They both went from Raw to SmackDown and won the World Heavyweight title. The main people who had won Money in the Bank at WrestleMania had stayed on Raw. 
and SmackDown and cash in until Money in the Bank did their own thing in 2010. Just basically did it on their own show. But John, John, this is John's opinion here, guys. If there is a tag team Money in the Bank match, his predictable favorites, believe it or not here, would be the team of Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. So, um, I, I'm, that's a good good point there, John. Um, very, very good one there. Very good one. Very good there indeed. Um, and uh, and and uh, Prince Adam was mentioned once again about the the trip took by Titus O'Neil, the greatest Royal Rumble. Apparently, he says John says he, he, someone started to make him laugh with the Titus trip thing again, and he said to stop making John. John, is, John says stop making him laugh. Uh, must have been while I was playing on overkill so much. It's just, I mean, it's just, I mean, guys, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's just enough is enough, seriously. There was, and also there's a, there's a couple of things, a couple of stories that's been posted uh, on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. You definitely go check that out. One of them is the top ten list of, of I guess you could say wrestling bloopers that WWE has compiled. Believe it or not, obviously the number one one was the. Um, was this thing from the Greatest Royal Rumble that took place several weeks ago? The other story was, and I'm sure that I'm sure JD, you probably heard about this, and probably give us probably some talk about it. That we can now officially say here, folks. And I saw this video on YouTube and posted it on it right away. That the the four horsewomen of the MMA, all four of them, are now officially a part of WWE. Yeah, I heard that too. The other two ladies has signed in was at the developmental center uh, yesterday. My understanding. Uh, JD, any thoughts on 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 these other two ladies joining up with their friends? In the w- in well, the I mean, you think about it. Hopefully, it'll work out for them. You know, that's the thing. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm hoping it does work out for them. You know. We'll have to wait and see, however, but uh, time will only tell. And like I said, how I mean, the thing is, though, also not only that, I mean, coming up, uh, was it tomorrow? I think it is tomorrow. That there is talk, however, mind you, however, uh, and Thursday, I think it is, however, if memory serves me, however, there has been discussion, however, that I think NXT will be doing uh, two nights worth of tapings. And like we said offline the other day, uh, right now we do not know yet with uh, TakeOver less than five weeks away what they're going to be doing as far as uh, what matches and everything like that, however, will be held, uh, mind you, there in uh, Chicago. But uh, I'm sure we'll know some of it tomorrow and, of course, maybe some on Thursday. So we can find know by the end of the week, however, maybe what matches are announced. I mean, we've talked about some of them before, but, I mean, they still haven't said anything yet. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. J.D., of course, giving us an update with everything going on in NXT as well. Thank you very much, sir, sir. Uh, before we continue, focus. Give me the plug one more time. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five ten. This is episode four ninety eight of the Mothership Revolution. Two episodes away from the big five. Uh, this is Tuesday, May eighth, two thousand and eighteen. Mr. W. U.S. Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Derek B. Geronimo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and also uh, earlier we did have the Empress. Or the last year, or whoever you want to call her, uh, Miss Anne Marie Rickenbach. I'll be right back. Okay, JD, thank you very much. Uh, while JD steps away for a moment, let's go and give you a rundown of, of the remainder of our shows for the week. Of course, tomorrow, outside the ropes, 141387 pounds. As we will talk about the latest pop culture news making the scene, of course, JD will be bringing you your pop, box office report and some other sports stories. 
Plus, we'll have some uh, possibly some excuse me, movie or pop culture Jeopardy in the form of our movie trivia challenge. So be sure to join us from 6.30 to 7.30. This, uh, tomorrow night, right here on Talk Shoe, call ID, like I said, 141-387-POUND, uh, uh, 139-925-POUND at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, WWS Western Debate. As the Madness Kingdom will get up, we'll jump on and talk about everything that took place on Raw, that took place tonight on SmackDown, that took place at the Backlash pay-per-view, um, and also other wrestling stories making the round, so there'll definitely be some talk there, of course, tomorrow. Uh, one pounds excuse me, from 8 to 9 right here on Talk Show, WWUS Wrestling Debate. And then I will be back on with WWUS Revolution, with episode 499. And, of course, like I said, our live video feed will be from WCWUS HIAF Alliance. Uh, more more, of course, our more wrestling news and views. Of course, more uh, wrestling history and birthdays for tomorrow. Also, of course, we'll be talking about the SmackDown card from Backlash, as well as our thoughts and opinions about the SmackDown Live event from tonight. Of some other fun stuff will be taking place here, so be sure not to not, not to uh, miss out for episode 499. This uh, <clears throat> this uh, like tomorrow night from 9 to 11 right here on Talkshoot but dot com call ID like I said one three eight zero five five pounds. Guys, I will go ahead and tell you um, as we did talk about here earlier, um, we were scheduled to have a trivia championship matchup here tonight. Um, I do see that most for the time being that the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach is is is, is offline right now. Um, so I'm not certain about the status of that match at this time. However, while um, while we've been trying to talk about this, I have been thinking about something. Um, I did earlier in the day see a a um, excerpt from a shoot interview that was done with Kevin Nash a few years ago, and they had a segment on this saying, "I'm sure JD, you might know which one of these podcasts I'm talking about. I can't think of what it was, but they posted it on YouTube." Um, but anyway, um, but anyway, this was a segment they had in which they, in which they asked the the the, the guests. Of course, like there was a wrestler from the past. Obviously, I'm talking about most of the people that they knew that had worked with that they had worked with over the years in different territories, situations, and all that. The question was, they asked them if that the, the, the question is, were they a dick? Uh, uh, yes, and, and of course, in other words, you know, were they likable by some, by, by some, uh, were they, were they uh, well liked by that particular individual or not? And um, I saw one with Kevin Nash, and I also saw one that they did with Sonny, believe it or not, uh, not too long ago either. And there was a, there was a lot of, lots of talk, there was a lot of uh, things that were talked about in my <clears throat> heat, probably between. Uh, Nash and some of these guys and Sonny and some of these people and so, but what I thought we'd do is we I would like to try this out while we wait see if Ann's going to return I'm not which I'm not sure if she is or not uh, JD are you back with us? Huh? You must have had to go nurse uh, nurse that side again uh, he did pull the side here earlier here folks but uh, he he said he's okay so let's just hope that let's just hope that he's this hope he's all right. Um, in the meantime, here, Fonzie, let me start with you here. Um, what this is basically, is, as I mentioned here, I'm going to name 
I am going to name an individual, like a wrestling personality from the past or the present. And this is basically this is basically telling me if you like this individual or not. Uh, if you like, and, and here's how you do it. And this is how and this is how I heard it. If you like the wrestler, just say the word "cool." Okay. okay. And, and if you didn't like, and this is someone if you did not like, like this is any wrestling personality, wrestler, manager, commentator, whomever. I'm just going to name out your names. Like if you like the wrestler, just say the word "cool." If you didn't, just say the word "dick." Okay. That's that's the. Okay. Uh, Okay. All right. Um, and uh, I'll tell JD when he returns. Uh, and uh, John, uh, you, John, of course, please by all means please play along. Uh, let's go and give us a try. Uh, Fonzie, the first. I'm gonna try to name somebody more recent for you, Fonzie, since you're more familiar with a lot of the talent out there today. Uh, let me see. Let me think of one here. Uh, so these are just random ones, guys. Random ones. Uh, Mick Foley. What about Mick? Cool. Okay, let me explain this to JD. JD, what we're doing is I was just telling Fonz and everybody. I just I thought you were still you thought you were on, but you had stepped away. I had seen something on a wrestling shoot interview that was done a few a couple of years ago. Uh, in which there was a segment there in which they they mentioned a wrestling personality's names of someone that, that this particular wrestler worked with in the past, if they if they liked the wrestler, they said the word cool. They thought they were good people. They were a cool person and all that stuff. But if they didn't like him, they would they would say the word dick. That means they didn't like him, pretty much. Oh, so whether they're good or they're a total clown. Right, exactly. So, like I said, just use the word "cool" or use the word "dick," and and I'm gonna give this one. Let me give you an example. And like I said, we'll do this one for Fonzie and JD. I'll come. I'll swing right back around here to you. All right, right. uh, Fonzie, Mick Foley, cool or dick? Cool. Okay, you see how that? See how that? Yeah, yeah. This is this is everybody's personal opinion of these wrestling personalities. Okay. Okay. Everybody's personal opinion. And I'm going more recent for for Fozzie. I'm sure he knows some some older ones, but I'm yeah, doing yeah, some yeah. recent. Yeah. All right, JD. Here's one for his. Here 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 here's one. No, John. We're going. I'm doing. I'm doing an individual one. I'm not, not everybody's going to do the same one. I'm going to give you all different ones. Okay, John. So this this is very careful. JD, yours is. Uh, give me just a second. Um, Jesse Ventura, cool or dick? Uh, mixed bag, I'd say, because, I mean, there were some things that were cool about him, but he was a dick towards other people, some people. However, so I'd say mixed bag, in my opinion. Yeah, and we'll use that. If you're not uncertain to say the word, we'll, that's a good term to use, mixed bag. We'll say that, okay. John, here's yours right here. Hmm. And I may do different personalities of, of guys as well. I mean, that might kind of sweeten the deal. Uh, John, yours is 
Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not going to do any obvious ones because we know what they say. So I know what everybody will say about some obvious ones. But, uh, give me just a second here, John. I'll give you a good one here. John, the Iron Sheik. Being smart, you stupid chaperone. <laughs> if you like him, just say the word cool. If you don't like him, say the word dick. Uh, and, and if we're uncertain, uh, John's just saying mixed bag about uh, the iron sheet. I like this. This is starting, this, this is starting this is pretty good. Y'all understand what I'm talking about here now. Okay. All right. Let's try this again. JD, I'll go, I'll go, do, I'll go back to you here. Um, uh, give me just a second. Give me just a second here. Uh, oh gosh. Um, Blick. Wait, please. Who's this one? Blick. Reference Blick. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Let me just say interesting. Yeah, so you're basically saying mixed bag in that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> uh, Fonzie, yours will be... Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose? Yeah, cool, dick, or mixed bag. Dick. Bobby thinks Dean Ambrose is a dick. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That, that, and these are all your personal opinions, guys. Keep that in mind. Y'all saying that's what we're saying. Uh. No, I'm gonna use one of these things I wrote some matches on. This might kind of help me a little bit, here, guys. Let's do, I'm gonna do it that way. Uh. Let's see who's turns John's right. John, yours is cheese uh, whiz. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, John, yours is, John, yours is Jason Jordan. <laughs> and I'm not, yeah, I might get some laughs about it. I don't know. I, I'm just throwing random names out here, guys. Wrestling personality. Yes, yeah, shit. Let's see, who, who did I say? That? I said Jason Jordan. John said Jason Jordan is a dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course, some you dick. <laughs> We're going to get some good laughs out of this one. Yeah, we are. And you know, he might yeah. be back Monday, too, though. That's the scary part. And John says here, because ever since he was carrying a little ill gym his son, he's been a dick. He was calling him with American Alpha, but in my opinion, he's a dick. <laughs> okay. Uh, J.D., yours is... And some and we might do something that has passed on as well, but it's your okay. opinion. Uh, JD, uh, Greg Valentine. Tough as hell, but can be a dick too. Okay, all right. Fonzie, yours is. Uh, Fondango. <laughs> da da. 
da 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 I may even bring up girls in this too. Y'all, y'all, not, y'all are gonna be shocked if I do that. I can't. I mean, to make it more unique, you know. I'm gonna wait and see what John, what John has to say here. Uh, John says his. Make it fair not to disrespect the fact that he has passed on, he's going to say cool. But John did say that when he attacked Hogan in 1990, he was kind of a dick. He could have gotten a much bigger push. There you go. Good thoughts there, John. And if you have a thought or two about why you said that, guys, you can say that as well. JD, yours is. uh, Give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, <laughs> Big balls. <laughs> Yours and and JD, I'm gonna give you a girl this time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, Bertha Fay. Uh out there. Let's just say not a dick, but uh, let's just say very uh, unique, and let's just say had her. Uh, very, let's just say he was a very interesting person, let's just say. Yeah, so you're kind of saying mixed bag about her? Or, J.D., are you saying, are you saying that kind of a mixed bag? bag? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Gotta rest her soul, too. We'll say yeah. that, yeah. Fonzie, yours is... Okay. Oh, I've got to go. Okay, here's a good one. Fonzie, yours is Christian. Christian? Yes. Edge is part Big balls. I've got big balls. And she's got big balls. And we've got balls. So you're saying, so, so, how, so how, what do you think? Uh, cool, dick, or mixed bag on Christian? Dick. I always say Christian's a dick, okay. <clears throat> okay. Creepy little bastard. <laughs> there you go. John, yours, John, yours is... 
Uh, and there's maybe some guys who are not even in the big leagues right anymore at all, period. We'll just say that. <laughs> John, yours is uh, Jay Lethal. Don't forget, Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, will be episode number 500 of of Revolution as we, of course, celebrate 500 episodes of the Mothership Broadcast, talk about some of our, great, our favorite moments and what made us laugh, what made us cry, and what made us, what, what helped us you know, keep it going for, for, as of course, this past Sunday. And I'm sure, Fonzie, we've already mentioned, you already know this as well, that we are now officially... The network is three years old as of this past Sunday. So, yes, I know that. So, so, uh, uh, but it's hard, and it's hard to believe that you know it's been that long there as well. And of course, Revolution this Friday night. Of course, celebration continues on, like we said, with 500 episodes of the Mothership that started the whole. Mm-hmm. This Friday night, right here on TalkShoe.com. And John says Jay Lethal was cool because he impersonated Ric Flair. Okay. Well, yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, JD, you are next, and uh, your person is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joey Styles. Oh my God! Exactly. A very, very good, very good announcer. A very underrated guy who does not get the credit he deserves. I mean, he is. Pretty damn good, I gotta say. <laughs> so you're saying cool, isn't that? Yes. Okay, all right. Fonzie, yours is. Uh. <laughs> uh. Kurt Hawkins. What the hell? Oh, God, this is an old Indian video I'm watching right now. I'm watching the Cosby Show when they were doing the James Brown episode. That's still one of my favorite episodes of that one. That is. What's that? My favorite one is when they give birth to different things at the end of it. Yeah. Cosby gave birth to a sandwich and also a a book on how to rape women. Oh! Sorry, I hate that. I'm sorry. My apologies on that. Uh, I like what Rudy kept going. Kenny Bud, Bud. Did hard believe uh, Theo gave birth to a toy car? Uh, <laughs> one one son-in-law gave birth to a toy sailboat. Uh, Cosby himself gave birth to a sandwich and a orange soda. <laughs> now, I, I wouldn't want to eat that after where it came from. <laughs> uh, I think. Let's see. Uh, Theo gave birth to a basketball, I think it was. Yeah. No, no, no. It was a toy car. No, that's right. It was a toy car. Uh, I can't think who. I can't think what the other one was. Oh, crap. I can't. Anyway, um, who, see, who, did, who, who did I say? I said... Uh, you said me. Yeah, Kurt Hawkins is who I said. Big Dick. Big Dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
How do you know that, Ron? He's not a pick. Okay. Okay. John, your superstar is. Let's 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 do let's do a re, we'll do a recent one for John. Um, Rich Swan. Who's got Rich Swan? Yeah, John's got Rich Swan. <laughs> Rich Swan, John. Station Maneuver is now called the Swan Song. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And John has put together a lot more. Uh, John says Rich Swan is a dick because he beat his wife and got himself released. (laughs) Okay, good point there, John. Uh, uh, J.D., I don't know what your name was there, J.D. Uh, (laughs) um, Let's see. Your your superstar is, and John said now he now he's actually upgraded that he's now he said that Rich, Rich Swan is a total dick. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see, JD, yours will be big balls. How much? Oh my God! <laughs> Oh man, uh, Sean Stasiak. Uh, for I mean, before he became successful as a doctor, and he's done very well since he got out of wrestling as a doctor, and God bless him for that. Uh, uh, but I heard when he was, uh, like I said, like I said, when he was uh, wrestling, however, I mean, even when he was in WCW, he was a real dick. But uh, out of wrestling now, however, he's become very successful as a doctor. I heard his dad was a dick, too. And, I mean, very, very difficult to work with. Bruno had a tough time working with him. I remember at one time, a couple times, he said in his career that Stan the Man City was a very big-time dick. He wasn't very friendly with everyone. And uh, he had a bit of an attitude. But uh, Stan, or Sean was a big dick uh, when he was wrestling, however, even when he did the whole me thing. But... Now he's become successful as a doctor, however, uh, let's just say he's become more successful outside of wrestling than he was in wrestling, shall we say. Okay, there you go. Your your great opinion there, J.D. Uh, Fonzie, yours is... Uh, Let's see. Uh... No, 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 no. Um, Fonzie, yours is gold dust. Gold dust? Gold dust. Uh, Did you hear me? Yeah, what'd you say? I'm sorry. That's so cool. You say it was cool, okay. All right, Goldust, okay, there you go. Uh, John, yours is... Uh, 
Bear with me here. Um, I'm just, I'm just standing here. Yours is 
And of course, we'll stay along the same lines as the last one I gave you here. Uh, and John also said about William Regal here. Although he wasn't WWE Championship material, he says he still say William Regal was cool. Okay, there you go. Uh, JD, this is a, another female, legendary female competitor. Uh, and this goes along with the lines, just goes along with the last person I gave you, Luna Vachon. Uh, a very unique person, shall we say. A little strange, but damn, she was tough. I mean, she definitely, uh, was out there, and she definitely, uh, had a lot, she pissed off some people, but like I said, at the end of the day, she just definitely, uh, found a way to get the, uh, like I said, her, I mean, she was tough, no doubt about it, and another person who we sadly, uh, lost her way too soon. You're staying cool here for a Yeah, I would say she was somewhat cool. Yeah, I mean, she had her uh, definite, I mean, she had her followers, and some people liked her, some people didn't like her, but hey, teach their own. Okay, thank you, JD. Bonzi, yours is The Big Show. He's cool. He's cool, okay. John, yours is Carmella. Oh, God, no. (laughs) 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 I heard enough about her today to to last me for all week long. Don't tell me any more about that. (laughs) Although, sadly, J.D., you actually just gave me inspiration, and I'm going to kick myself in the head for this. John, James Ellsworth. Oh, my God. I'm not going to be surprised at what John says here. Let's see what he has to say. John said not only was James Ellsworth a big, but he was a nerd with about 20, 20 Ds right here on the on the thing. <laughs> there you go. Uh, J.D., yours is No Way Jose. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Can somebody put uh, a call on him? Okay, uh, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. I already know this, but I'm I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to get from this perspective. And I think this, this would pretty much sum it up right here. J.D., your guy is Jinder Mahal. <laughs> dick. Major, major, major dick. And now, by the way, J.D., does he, does he still have one is another question. Uh, Apparently, he's taking the steroid juice. We know that, yeah. And then must have fallen off it during, during that. That must have fallen off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Bonzi, yours is... Uh, okay. Mm, yeah. Bonzi, yours is Eric Rowan. Oh, God. That's a good one, though. Mm-hmm. What happened to the Bludgeon Brothers? Uh, I'm going to say cool. Okay, all right. Scary as hell, though. John, yours is 
we've talked about this a whole lot, especially during the cruiserweight thing and all. So, John, yours is Buddy Murphy. Mr. Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Mr. It's true. I yeah. think he's. I think he's engaged to her. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's what I had heard. Yes, yeah, like we've heard that CM Punk is is, is Mr. AJ Lee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like to, who said that? I think Gerard said that. Yeah, yeah. I think he did. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. AJ Lee. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because yeah, it says here she's engaged actually to Buddy Murphy. However. No, I was talking about CM Punk and AJ. Yes, Lee. but I'm talking about Alexa and Buddy Murphy. Though I'm saying, but yeah, I, yeah, I know. But, but Gerard, yeah, you're right. Did say yes. It's Mr. Uh, CM Punk. Well, Mr. AJ Lee. Mr. AJ Lee, yes. There you go. Uh, AJ Brooke, Mr. AJ Brook. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, I mean, you think about that. You're right. <laughs> John, uh, John's thoughts of Buddy Murphy is John thinks that Buddy Murphy is a dick. Um, and Alexa Bliss may actually that next week, folks, real quick, Andreas and Almas will be making his debut with Selena Vega. Okay. Thank you. Thank you there, J.D. And I'm sure, as for Buddy Murphy being called that, I'm sure Alexa Bliss has it in her purse. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe save me for the wedding. I don't know. With this dick, I'd be... <laughs> oh, here. How about this? Listen to this one. Next week, in addition to Almas and Selena Vega, the New Day battles the bar on SmackDown Live with the winning team game and one member into the Money in the Bank ladder match, and we're going to have Stupid Carmella's Royal Melebration right before the Royal Wedding. Oh, goody. Oh, my God. I'm about to... Well, is anybody going to watch it? I don't know. That's no. <laughs> uh, J.D., yours is... Uh, we got... We'll go a little past. We're past eleven o'clock hour. We'll go a few more minutes here, guys. If everyone's up to it, uh, uh, JD, yours is big balls. Okay, Don. I mean, JD, yours is uh, Bobby Eaton. Who? Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton? Bobby Eaton, son. Yeah, Bobby Eaton. Oh, from the Midnight Express, you mean? Yes, that Bobby Eaton. Decent wrestler. I mean, wasn't a real dick. I mean, he was tough. I mean, he did have Sweet Stan Lane teaming up with him and everything. So, I mean, he was a very unique guy and is a very unique individual. So, I mean, I mean, he, of course, went with the Dangerous Alliance down the road, however. But, I mean, I wouldn't say he was a bad wrestler by any means, however, at all. Okay. All right. Fonzie, yours is Tyler Breeze. The gorgeous one. Oh, God, jeez. A dick and a half. He's a dick. <laughs> what the other half? What the other half? Yeah, J.D., yes. Well, I say, where's the other half of it? Is it on Fandango? Hey! Okay. Hey. Okay. John, yours is the Honky Tonk Man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Enormous Wayne. Huh. <laughs> 
Hey, Fonzie, how about, hey, Fonzie, how about T.J. McConnell last night? Yeah, I know. Boy, did he light it up against Boston. He was on Dan Patrick's show this morning talking about it. Yeah. I mean, I was just watching the highlights just right, a few, just right before. I, I mean, he was on fire last night for some reason. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. I mean, that's what you'll want to see. John says, John says the hometown man was cool because he was one of the greatest IC champions of all time, breaking Randy Savage's record, if you recall. Yeah, but you know, he had a bit of an ego problem, too. Yeah, so, yeah. He, and, and the hometown man, I know there's done a lot of tiny shooting, talking about guys who's no longer around and all that yeah. stuff. So, all right, J.D., you're up next. J.D., yours is... Hmm... Let me see here. Let me. I'm gonna think of one here. I'm gonna have a toss up for a couple here. Give me just a second. Uh, yeah. Uh, JD, yours is. Oh, I'm, I, and I know I'm going to. I'm thinking about this later. JD, JD, yours is. The is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, he always finds a way to talk, 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 however, but most of the time he can back it up pretty good, however, but there are times, however, he also is this way, however, and you like what I'm going to say about this here right now. Hold on. Here he is. That's <laughs> <laughs> I can tell that I can tell that uh, you are playing in plain in plain in plain sight, plain talk. You're simply saying, "Yeah, he can be a real dick." Let's just say, major dick. Yeah, <laughs> and they're trying to wonder why in the world on their wrestling show are they talking about dicks? I don't know why. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> uh, uh, let's see. Um. Let's see, Fonzie, you're next. Fonzie, yours is Bo Dallas. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. This is keep on coming. Jeez. Oh, we know you don't want to bow leave. Right, he's saying Fonzie, okay. <clears throat> and Fonzie says that Bo, Bo has no dick in Dallas. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Bo does not bow leave. Uh, oh. <clears throat> Bo does not like uh, Boca. Bo yeah. lives in Boca Raton. Uh, oh, she don't do that. That's terrible. Okay, I, I know that was the last minute thing. I just saw this. Okay. John, yours is Bob Backlund. I'm just throwing random names out, and I apologize if this offends anybody. They're just coming to me at the last minute. And we will reschedule the match between uh, and uh, JD. If we have it noted, I think is it supposed to be? Is it supposed to be you and Ann for the movie title belt? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we we will we will uh, reschedule that. Hopefully, we can do it tomorrow. We'll okay. For tomorrow. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> for the Ultimate Movie Trivia Challenge Champion World Heavyweight Belt. JD, JD defending against the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach. Okay. Uh, John says Bob Backlund is very cool. <clears throat> uh, JD, yours is. 
Uh, J.D., 
And once again, staying along those lines, Rick Steiner. JD. Team JD. Must have stepped away. Must have stepped away for a minute. I'll save that one for him, and when he comes back, we'll do that one for him. Bonzi, here's yours right here. Uh, uh, give me a minute. Oh, gosh. Uh, Bonzi, Bret Hart. Cool. Okay. John, um, yeah, there you go. John, um, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Get your party. Let's in the back, the party. Gold dust. He ran away. 
Roger, John gets his answer. We'll do one more round before we close out the night here. John, Ahmed Johnson. John says a mixed bag because, number one, he was cooked when he talked about his childhood growing up. Number two, he won the Intercontinental title. Because, but, but, but as far as being a dick, he has bad moments after he wrestled. Yeah. And, of course, sadly, after he wrestled, Ahmed could not see his son. Uh, uh, J.D., are you back with us? J.D. Jeez. He must must be trying to nurse that side again. Um, John saying here about Ahmed, he says, Father, he had many times a belt and an extension cord and also a switch. Ooh. Okay. Uh, J.D., are you back with us? No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, we'll come back to J.D. in a minute. Fonzie, here's, here's your last one for the night. Um, uh, bear with me here. Bear with me here. Uh All right, Fonzie. Uh, well, okay, well, I, 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 I because you weren't on. I'm going to do this one for Fonzie. That's his last one. I'll come back to eat and I'll do John, and that's going to be it for Fonzie. Uh, Fonzie, yours is Rusev. <laughs> Big dick. Big dick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Fonzie says that boldly. <laughs> okay. Uh JD, your final one is give me a second here. Your final one is <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh man. Oh Brinkies. <laughs> JD, yours is King Kong Bundy. Tough and big, but also I don't want to piss off, I heard. So what's your What's your overall? Next bag. Next bag, okay. John, your final one is. Give me a minute here. I'm. I'm. Because I think old and new here. Um, the Ponte, your last one is Jared D. Geronimo. <laughs> JD, I'm picking. I'm picking. I'm joking, man. I'm joking. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, if you say something about JD, man, you're gonna. Oh Lord, I can't do that. Oh. John, your your last one. Your last one here is. Greasy. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said that. John, your last one is Val Venus. Hi, ladies. Val Venus. John. Hello, lady. I, I can't do it. There are, there are two guys, J.D. would agree with me here, that can do that impression. Gerard and J.M.L. They can do it point blank. And John says he's got he's a mixed bag feelings about Val Venus. Okay. <clears throat> uh, guys, thank you very much. We'll, we'll try this again here a little. We'll try this again here soon. 
Um, and I'll be thinking of some more guys to talk about from the past and present, men and women, and I'll revamp this a little bit and all. Uh, and I, bet, I hope everyone enjoyed that first go-around. I do uh, appreciate that. And ladies and gentlemen, we were scheduled to have a Ultimate Movie Trivia Challenge World Heavyweight title match tonight, hitting the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, against the Empress, Anne-Marie Rickenbach. Uh, apparently, Anna, I guess, had to step away. She never... She wasn't able to get back on here for the night. So tomorrow night on Revolution, we will have, of course, that match uh, to take place. To take place. To take place here on episode 499. Don't forget, also tomorrow night, uh, of course, will be our thoughts and thoughts and uh, about the results of the SmackDown portion of Backlash, and also, of course, the SmackDown Live event from tonight. Also, of course, your wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. Uh, so be sure to join us here for the for one episode ago before the big five zero zero of course the long night one three eight oh five five pound for revolution. Uh, so so be sure to join us there for that. For the Iceman, Jared D. Geralamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, and the Empress Emory Rickenbach. And a special thanks to uh to the uh, a gentleman uh, of uh, what did I say his name was Todd Robinson I think his name was who asked that question you know I do thank him for chiming in on something here tonight as well this is Mr. WS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much here and join be sure to join us tomorrow for outside the ropes four one three eight seven pounds six thirty to seven thirty wrestling debate uh, from eight to nine call ID one three nine nine two five pounds. And also Revolution, as we said, episode 499, are from 9 to 11, call ID 138055 pounds. Revolution is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoot.com, where we are now three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Guys, take care of yourselves and each other. We'll definitely see you in the ring. And as always, in the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoot. God bless everyone, and have a wonderful, wonderful night and a wonderful rest of your week. Guys, take care. Have a great evening. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.